Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Batch bitch, batch bitch, batch batch bitch, batch bitch, batch bitch, bitch, podcast where we um bitch about the bachelor uh you know fuck around have a bit of fun um have more fun when the bachelor's not on danielle you have left me oh yes i'm sorry everybody we didn't have time to do the record in person um before i left also so this is our hundredth episode is that correct Woo! i think it's correct Woo! we they said we'd never do it they we, said we wouldn't most likely i thought we wouldn't do it to be honest i can't believe we have <laughs> I can't believe we've made 100 episodes with absolutely no, put absolutely no effort into trying to like make this into a business or monetize it in any way. Usually people make a podcast with, um, you know, the plan that it'll some, at some point pay off. We have also (laughs) kind, we've sort of like had that option and have just been like, you know, oh. It is it is hard to um, sit down at a computer and organise stuff. So, uh, you know. How little time would it have taken? In no time, time at all. Two hours. to be a good podcast. <laughs> oh, my. Also, somebody, we have, um, uh, our nu- I don't know, I don't want to be mean to anybody else, but we may have a new number one fan, which is, um, we got heaps of oh, um, messages in the last, I guess, like Spotify, let like, like released, like says like what your top things have been this year. Oh yeah. Um, and Sam Martino um, has been listening to our podcast in lockdown, um, like binging it. And so they've listened. I can They've listened to all ninety nine episodes in that time, and <laughs> oh, they've sent like a screenshot, and it says you listened to ninety nine episodes for a total of sixteen thousand one hundred and three minutes of our absolute drivel somehow 16,000 minutes 16,000 minutes I don't know how much that is in days but oh man that you've put in the hard yards oh my god that's insane that's you need help (laughs) I mean I can't imagine doing it especially through lockdown because all the math seasons the two math seasons we done that would really ruin ruin your mental health I reckon to hear us talk about that Bro, I it's so funny. I um why didn't you add any of these? That's so funny. I was like, no one's um no no one's tagged us in a Spotify wrapped thing. Um and they have, I just didn't look. <laughs> yeah, see, I went last night, I went onto the page um for the first time <laughs> in a long time and I answered lots of messages because I was like, you know what? I fucking suck at this usually, but I'm gonna do my best and Try and be online for maybe a tad longer every day. 
<laughs> maybe not every, maybe once every three days. I'm just posting them now. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. I'm going to tag them. And now I'm going to say, get some help. <laughs> <laughs> um, on, a while, like that. While you're doing that, do you, I just thought I'd, this is a question for any listeners. Um, me, Naomi uses a uh, thing to edit the software called Audacity. And when she said it, because I use GarageBand because it's easy for me, um, mm. I started singing that Stormzy song, Audacity. And then, um, then we, then Naomi hadn't heard it. So I played it through a, through my headphones off my phone um through to her computer and then we head bopped for a bit but is it okay is it okay to sing along to a song in the accent that somebody's singing in or do you have to sing it like do you have to sing audacity by stormzy in like a missy higgins accent like what's allowed because like do you i'm gonna sound like sing in a missy oh yes the audacity like that's okay i'd be singing it in the same rhythm of the song i guess but like can you you can do it in a different accent because if not we all everybody sings in an american accent right mostly except for english people do get to sing in an english accent in australia it's like what the fuck are you doing but i love missy higgins i love her Uh, i think she's great well we can sing i think i don't think because i think i here's what i think are you listening Mm mm-hmm um, I sorry, I was just posting all of these beautiful, the beautiful Spotify wrapped tag, wrapped tags. My oh. ego's been fed. Um, I'm drinking the I biggest think. coffee. Oh my god, what is it? Cold brew? Yeah. Are you still working through that? Oh yeah, I got heaps. I got a year's worth, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I've got literally a crate in the cupboard. <laughs> it's so funny that it's fine. Um. No, now. it's actually good. I've gotten around to it again. I love it. Okay, I'm really fucking good. happy, okay? That's good. Well, caffeine is a drug, so you just got back on the wagon, didn't you? Um, or should I, I was never off, off it. the wagon. Well. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I've completely forgotten. Um, we're talking about ac- the accent. Can you sing a song in oh. an accent? Well, I think it's hard for us because I think we would think that we're just doing a British accent, but I think there probably is like um, a, a like black british accent that we but i don't know we're not british i wouldn't do it <laughs> hmm. but i think just saying audacity is I think oh that man is the just, audacity is very fun yeah, to well, say that, like that <laughs> i love it's uh the british it's accent such a is, catchy song the one british accent that there is is so fun to do which one? I like doing the Cockney one. Oi, bruv, what you doing? Is that I Cockney? I love doing Cockney. <laughs> oh, that's Cockney. I've done chat. I love doing it way over top. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I'm just a little boy. Naomi, I wish that everybody, I wish that your show was um, completely normal and then <gasps> you just spoke with that voice <laughs> the whole time and nobody mentioned it. Well, yeah, that's a different show for sure. But I think we should maybe, you know, get a pitch doc together for it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I love I love that one. It's one of my favourite ones to do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of fun. <laughs> um, now we asked people to send in. Well, well, actually, let's get it. Danielle, are you liking Sydney? Well, um, well, okay. So so far, so far, I've I've not really been to Sydney. You know, mm. it's like I drove here, 
And then I've been to Ikea and Kmart and Target and the good guys. And We have those here, Danielle. You could have just stayed in. I know. But I've been to gigs and stuff and I drove over the Harbour Bridge the other night to get to Manly because I said I'd do a gig in Manly and I had no idea how far away Manly was. Um, Manly's like rich area, right? Yeah. Well, it yeah, I drove there and I was like, I'm in South Yarra. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, I was driving down Sydney Chapel Street, whatever it was called. Wow. Um, yeah, and ha, huh, sorry, I just realised I was driving down Sydney Road the other day, and in my mind I was like, oh, just like Brunswick, instead of <laughs> <laughs> just like Sydney, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I've mostly just been unpacking the house, putting stuff up, and then going for like. To catch up with people, sort of, um, and then going to gigs. I've done. Making I said friends. I've Danielle's done too many making gigs. Friends. I'm trying to for the first time in my life. I'm trying to message people <laughs> to pursue friendship instead of just being like, "Oh, it'll happen if it'll happen," you know. <laughs> That's good. You got to get your foot in the door, man. I will say that seeing you post Sydney gigs onto your Instagram story makes me feel sick. I don't like Does it. it? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to stop doing that because I've, I I realise I just keep posting so many, but I just it's so exciting to have That's gigs fine. back. I, I, th- I definitely think you should because I think you have to let people know that you're in Sydney. That's Which true. personally upsets me. I don't think you should base your content on how what I feel because, you know, I'm insane. What? So what? you're just upset about the Sydney, not the gigs because you, you don't like gigs really. No, I like that you're doing gigs because you love to do gigs. But it's you know, like it's it's like uh, they look they all look like fake gigs to me. Do you know what they, I mean? They do. There's like people like when you in see the crowd in Brisbane, like post about some night. You're like, <laughs> that's fake. Someone wrote that up for like a TV show. It's not real. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There was that one thing the other night where you sent me a message and were like, "You look cute." It did look like it looked like it was like. Like a, I don't know, some sort of like American diner or something. It was like black and white, checkered oh. flooring, and then like palms in the background, and then like a lot of like big lights that spelt out words and stuff. And it was very like <laughs> lights that spelt out words. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. High tech shit. Well, you looked great. I love that dress. Thank you. I got um. I've been getting heaps of those dresses because I think they're going to be my new stage outfits. You know, they honestly just whatever the the shape, it just looks perfect on you. Oh Thank you. God. They're very cute. Those puffy sleeves and then little in the waist bit and then a little zoom zoom at the skirt. I don't know. Oh, the zoom zoom was my favorite part. I love the zoom zoom. I got a steamer so I can wear these clothes now because usually I would buy the clothes, wear them once and then be like, I'm never going to iron that. <laughs> but I got a handheld steamer. So now I'm the queen. So fuck yeah. Anyway, how's Melbourne been? Are th- things are open again. Fine. Yeah, I went to the beach. I went to my friend's beach house Ooh. for a weekend, so that was nice. But it's Melbourne, so the weather wasn't that good. But we just we fucking we hung out. We had some laughs. You know how it goes. Um, I what else have I? I just been streaming on Twitch a lot. Yeah, honestly. are you finished Desperate Housewives? Yeah, I finished that ages ago, Danielle. Oh my Sorry, God. I finished that in like two three weeks right now i'm doing um leisure suit larry yeah do you know those games no it's just about this like misogynistic little creep who's just trying to fuck women that's the whole game <laughs> jesus christ 
And it's like a puzzle game, but it's actually really fucking hard and convoluted to like solve. So I just keep asking people for hints and then I'll be like, no, that's too much of a hint. Undo, undo it. That's um, funny. So it's a lot of fun for it. It genuinely is very fun. There are these like hidden dildos in the game. Um, and when you find one, you click on it and it goes, yeah, baby. And then it plays a little song. <laughs> <laughs> and we love it. We love it over there. <laughs> On the stream. <laughs> um, so it's very exciting. And also, have I told you that I'm obsessed with the Da Vinci twins? Do you know the Da Vinci twins? No, who are the Da Vinci twins? Oh, okay. So they're called the Voros twins. And they um, they went viral. They have a TikTok account and they're really funny on TikTok. And they're also pro wrestlers. And they're twins. Um, but they like... Their whole thing is being like complete himbos who like don't know anything. And they were doing this quiz and they were like, who painted the Mona Lisa? Um, and then they don't know the answer. And then the word Da Vinci comes up and then they go, Da Vinci? <laughs> and I was like, amazing. Aww. Anyway, and then I was on Twitch the other night and I got raided by a wrestler who knows them. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Anyway, and he was like, oh, I could probably get them to play a game with us. And I lost my fucking mind. So the wrestlers of my dreams might be within reach and I'm nervous, but we'll see how we go. That's very fun. So we're, it's all happening for me over there. You've got to tell me if you Finally. do that and I'll I'll work out how to maybe get onto Twitch to watch or I'll tell Jenna to set it up and so we can watch oh, it. Danielle. You Pe- just, it's okay. I'm saying this again for everyone listening. What, first of all, stop being so scared, scared of Twitch. It's literally just a website. You just go to the URL and you can watch me. Like, And you can create a free account if you want to comment, but you don't even have to do that. It's free. It's literally just a website. Can I make a Twitch streaming site? Because people have asked me to do like um, <laughs> to um, talk about my family photos in a Twitch. <laughs> I think you should just come on mine and do that. Honestly. Okay. Um, because do, do I need anything special? Do I need one of those um, lights, the ring lights? Because I'll get one because they're at Kmart. And honestly, I like looking at myself when I got one of those on. Well, then I think you should just get a ring light for your life. Um, and yeah, then we can do that. <laughs> Seeing you trying to navigate streaming on Twitch, I my mind cannot comprehend it. It is just funny to think about. So um, what, I fly up to, to I fly to Melbourne and, and do it just at your house and you, you work it for me? Is that what would you, you would do? No, we could just do it together. I would have to be there because it would okay. be on my stream. You could do it yourself, but... I think <laughs> watching Michelle Brazier try to do Twitch is <laughs> um, made me suffer enough to try and imagine you doing it. How The girl who went warning you. box pops up, you just exit it immediately without reading what it says. Well, I don't want to have an issue. You X out, nothing <laughs> changes. That's the rules. Um... Anyway, but no, good on you. Good on you. I love you. Can I tell I you a big thing you. in my life? Um, yeah. I've been I've been wearing uh, caps to because um, I can't wear a wide brim hat because they're all too. I've like a big face but a tiny head, um, and so I can't ever get like a hat that fits. It's always like just flopping around and blows off in the mm. wind. Um, oh. But caps have that Velcro bit at the back um, that you yeah, can tighten maybe. up. So I've just been wearing lots of, well, one cap. 
I've been wearing one cap because I'm not going to buy heaps of caps, uh. but it's black, so it goes with whatever, you know. And it's yeah. changed my life because I can, I can, I can have sunglasses on or I can have normal glasses on without getting glare in my eyes because I got a cap on to shade me. <laughs> this, this is a shout out for caps. Danielle <laughs> discovers hats <laughs> and their ability to shade you from the sun. <laughs> I also like caps. Um, I like that they shade me from the sun because I'm always worried that my skin's going to get sunburned. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I think they look cool. And also, yeah. I also have a small head, Danielle. We so are two small-headed little girls. We have so girls. much in common. <laughs> it's annoying. Heads, skin. Beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. Stunning. Both of us. Now, <laughs> we asked people to send in questions. And then no one did. So then I posted a uh, little question thing on Instagram. Okay, also to be fair, we thought we were going to record, like you forgot to put the episode up and then we thought we were going to record in like two days time. So we had two days for people to send us questions and then we did freak out. But then I couldn't do the record anyway because of moving issues. (laughs) So we've had lots of time. Uh, Yes, so we've got heaps of questions here. I've typed um, some good ones out. Um... And uh, I put them into uh, segments. So, um, so I've actually done a really good job, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm and proud of so you. The, the first segment of questions is about The Bachelor mm-hmm. um, and reality TV, okay? Um, so, uh, first question comes to us from Izzy Ruby. It says, well, why did you pick The Bachelor and why did you also choose to talk about maths? Well... well. Well, I have always liked The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I also all I also really wanted to start a podcast. And it is a rite of passage for every comedian to be like, "I'm going to start a podcast and then not do it for ages." And so I thought, "The Bachelor is coming up extremely soon. Why don't I message Danielle, who's so funny, and say, "Let's do a podcast about The Bachelor because it's coming up in two weeks, and we would just have to." I only, I really only work with a deadline. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that was, that was, cause I came to Dan. So really the podcast is my idea. Um, so yes. you can all thank me for it. And then Naomi came to me and I, I'd never watched The Bachelor and I was like, yes, Naomi, I would like to spend more time with you. <laughs> sure. Let's do a podcast together. <laughs> and here we are now. And why did we choose maths? Danielle, well, I think that was you. That was me because I'd watched a season with my sister um, and uh, I was angry and I, I hated it, but I thought it was fun viewing. But that was the start. I think that was the first season that they like a- – apparently the seasons before Maths, it was quite sort of like more wholesome or something. Yeah, and- I watched most of the first season and it was like actually like a documentary. Yeah, and then apparently the first season that I watched was like the start of them just hamming it into the ho- most horrible reality TV show you could imagine. Um, well, and yeah, because they the were start. meeting each other, right? Because the first season, they the couples don't even know each other at any point. It just follows them on their journey, like living life. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they just do it in their own hometowns and stuff or whatnot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's why. Um. Was it a mistake? Yes. Okay. Um, rank all of your fave, your most fave and hated batchy contestants, says Rachel Emily. Oh, I don't even know. Um, 
any names. I think I didn't <laughs> like um uh I let's start with people we loved. Um because that's okay, easy. Abby Chatfield. Yes. She's got to be right at the top. I think she is. There's a lot of Bachelor characters that I like. Alicia, I hello. Alicia might be a tie yeah, for Alicia. number one. Really? Yes, you've got to tie them. Oh, my God. They're... I don't. I love Alicia too, but I honestly think if I had to, if which one of these people could I actually be friends with, Abby would be number one. Yeah. I reckon because I'm... I reckon I'm, I'm, see, you'd have, you'd have so much fun going out for, um, drinks and stuff with Abby chilling out. Whereas I think I'm like, Alicia seems like a brunch girl and I'm a brunch girl. (laughs) I'm like a, yeah, absolutely. I'm like a, uh, let's, let's go get some brunch. Maybe do you want to go get a pedicure or something? We can sit and just have a chat. I'm, I'm that. Yeah, that's fair. And I honestly think that, um, uh, me and Abby are um, a bit more of political harpies than you and Alicia. So I think it actually lines up pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I so got, cute. That's I so got cute my mask. stuff, but I'm never online, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Brittany, obviously we love. She's right up there. Yes, love Brittany. Uh, adore, adore Brittany. Um, and you I gotta, would love for Brittany to love me. Can you imagine having the love of Brittany? Like, not necessarily romantic love, but just having her as a friend. Oh, I would love what to have Brittany as a friend. What that would be? Because I also think you could do a... I think we could have the perfect... Well, I reckon you could do a boozy brunch with Brittany. You could do... You could take her anywhere. You could take her I anywhere. Mean, you, <laughs> I would take her anywhere. I think there are people... Other people who wouldn't. <laughs> but I think there are also people who wouldn't take me lots of places as well. Yes. You know, you wouldn't take me to dinner with your conservative parents. Um, oh, I would. I think that would be very fun. If I had conservative exactly. parents, I think, I think, <laughs> hmm, I'd like to see you interact with my dad. I don't really know where he stands on stuff. You know, Ooh, I'm sure we'd get to it. He's I'm sure just we'd find out. the silent, silent type a bit, you know? Oh, same with my dad. And then you find out later he voted, he voted no. Oh, um, my God. Anyway. <laughs> I think my dad voted yes because we watched the really? the plebiscite outcome on the TV together. But also, I mean, I had put it on and was lying on the couch watching it. So I don't know if he had a choice. But Right, right, Because right. I, I well, went to Townsville when the results came so out. So you don't know if he voted yes or no? Uh, I, I don't know, we but I did assume. message the family to say they had to vote yes. And then oh, I told yeah, – I, I did tell Nana – to steal granddad's vote and vote yes and just put it in. Because I didn't know what granddad would do, you know? And I was like, he's he's not going <laughs> to know. So you... He's not going to do it. He's not going to, like, fill out a piece of paperwork and send it back. I was like, no, no, just fill it out for him and send it back. <laughs> yeah, your granddad is not doing paperwork for gay rights. <laughs> no. Even even if he was, even if he is a yes voter, and he may, he may, he may be, you know, I, my granddad loves men. He loves men so much. He might, he he might have voted yes, um, but I don't think he would do any paperwork for anything. You know, unless yeah. it was like, do you want to finally get rid of Lantana, or who's that? Uh, it's an invasive species of weed um, oh. that my granddad's very passionate about. Unless it was that, what, he's not that anything referendum. <laughs> we need it now. <laughs> Um, yeah, nah, my dad, uh, he didn't tell me he voted no, but he said, uh, when my sister asked him, cause I didn't want to ask him cause you don't want to know. I could, I knew he said that's between me and the post box. And I was like, 
so you voted no. And he went, well, who's to know? And I went, yeah, well, if he voted yes, you would just tell me because you would know that we're on the same side. But anyway. <sighs> anyway, um, what are we talking about? Our favorite and hated Bachelor contestants. <laughs> uh, uh, who do we hate? Uh, honestly, the people that come to mind for me are men. Obviously, Bill yes. is up there with because oh. he um, is an... Uh, is he an anti-vaxxer? He's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's also um, 5G conspiracy theorist. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, um, and also... Bullies like a, Alicia. A just lied to all the women and, like, gaslit them to, like, turn against each other. Yeah. Also ruined our chance at, like, gay love with Alex Nation and Brooke. Yeah, he's an absolute Got dog. Got in the way of that. What? I said he's a he's dog. Absolute... Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, who else is bad? Who else is bad? Oh, that guy. I can't even remember his name. Kieran. Blake. He blocked. He blocked the podcast and our individual accounts when he That's heard us funny. talk about him. I guess. That's funny. It's funny to block me, who's never gonna go <laughs> on. I, I, like I follow like thirty people. I'm never gonna I do doubt, anything. I doubt that he uh, could tell who was who. I'm sure he was just like. I got to get these girls off my back so that they don't see my comments about how feminists need a dick in the vagina and then a dick in the mouth to shut them up. <laughs> nah, good on him. Good on him. Good guy. Um, who else is there? Who else do we hate? Um, uh, I'm going to say I'm not the biggest fan of Cassandra. <laughs> yes. Jackson. I uh, did not like her jokes about Naranga's name being hard to pronounce. Uh, Naranga is so easy to pronounce. Yeah. I don't understand it. Uh, Yeah, it's not like it it contains, like, there are definitely words that, uh, and I know this because of how I'll try to say a word and she'll be like, you'll never be able to say it because your mouth is wrong. (laughs) It's not even that. It's just Naranga. Um, anyway, Naranga, he's cool. He's up there. Who else is up there? Who else um, do you like? That lady. Dolphin Man, obviously. Oh, obviously Dolphin Man. Love him. <laughs> um, what about that? Have you seen um, him on Instagram? He's actually, like, not a nerd at all. He's, like, tatted up, fucking hot ass. Oh, link me. <laughs> I Hello. saw him in pictures with, on um, one of their Instagram pages. Uh, on like on like a like you know they did like a bachelor hangout thing and he was there and I was like wait who's that and then he did the sound and I was like what the fuck hot um, um we liked that lady what was the lady's name from the last season of the bachelor um who was cast as the oh Juliet we love Juliet Juliet yes 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 um yeah love Juliet um didn't like who was the person bullying Ju- uh, Roxy but we don't know she seems Hi. she's She's got, she's got, I think she's got crazy anxiety issues and the, um, the, the producers really pushed that. Absolutely. So, uh, can't I mean, hold you, that against her. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, no, 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 no bad vibes out to Roxy. No, I'll hold it against any man, any man on the show acting inappropriately. <laughs> I'll hold it against the women. <laughs> Sorry, anxiety <laughs> and the producers are pushing that. Okay. <laughs> Don't you dare judge her. <laughs> Um, uh, fucking, who was I just gonna say? Oh, Ivan, the dancer, no good. Although, I'm hoping that he has grown and changed since he was extremely controlling. Yeah, he's a hard, he's a hard one because you wanna, because entertainment value, 
great. Oh, those but avocados in that blender, my God. Some of the best Australian TV we've ever seen. Him just dancing on the beach to get into <laughs> get get into the right headspace. Love that. But he's controlling <laughs> nature. Not good. It is Yeah, you're right. We've got to appreciate what we what we have. I just Obviously think... Kieran can go fuck himself. Yeah, Kieran can go fuck himself. And honestly, I know you're fine, but I think Tim's behaviour was horrible. Yeah, but I egging people so on funny. for drama, like because you know he'd do it in real life just to stir couples up and like ruin their Absolutely. lives. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't there think there is part of me that thinks it is still funny though. But then he also like dumped Britney three I mean, days that's after Paradise. Rich coming from you, what? considering your life partner loves to stir people up. Yeah, and then I freak out and message the person <laughs> and be like, "Oh my god, don't listen to him." <laughs> I can't believe he d- he. Okay, so for everybody at home, um, Naomi has a friend who's I don't I don't really know her that well, but I would also say she's my friend via friend. Um, Lena. Yes, Lena. I, I have I've only like met her once or twice, but she seems like a lovely lady. And she is, um, she's great. Jono has never met her before, and I think um, knows that maybe she has a little bit of anxiety. And thought it would be funny to message her out of the blue, not Facebook friends at all by any means, and and just message her and say, watch out for Naomi. She's not your friend. And then photoshopped some screenshots to make it look like Naomi was bitching about Lena. This is him in his spare time. He works like 14 hours I a day believe, and I he's still I'd doing taken- this. I believe I'd taken a photo of Tarzo and written under it, fuck this cunt. (laughs) And he had replaced the photo of Tarzo with the photo of Lena. (laughs) So I, and then you were like, oh my God. So I call Lena and I'm like, hey, have you checked your messages? And she's like, no, why? And I was like, oh, you might have a couple of message requests. (laughs) She had two, one from Jono and then another one from you being like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, I freaked out as well because I was in like, I was anxious about doing heaps of stuff. I had so much work to do. And then I was like, oh, no, Lena's going to freak out and it's going to be poor Lena. I know she's got – I need to try and preempt this. Hor- Why did you do this, Jono? I know. And he's just sitting in the corner going like, <laughs> He's 100% so evil chaotic. This is why Jono and I are best friends. <laughs> But anyway, okay, we've we're now half an hour in, and we've done two questions. Mm. Stunning, out of like thirty. Okay, has reality TV had a positive or negative impact on you? That's from Ideal Meat. Uh, I would say largely negative. I well, positive <laughs> yeah. in the fact that I think it has, um, you know, solidified our friendship. And now look at us, how beautiful, beautiful. But a but we really could have done that without reality TV. We could have done that by having a podcast about anything. Um, but the, especially maps really negatively impacted my mental health in a strong way. Yeah. I think the first season of maths we did was almost worse than the second season we did because the first season had all like had that man, Mike and treating that wonderful woman, Heidi, like a piece of like, he was gaslighting her the whole time and I hated it. Whereas the second season was like sometimes people being shit people being shit to shit people, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and not that shit people, but that whole, what was the name of that 
like Haley and then the man who wore that shirt with the question marks on it. <laughs> That's the only thing I could. I'm like the guy with the Joker shirt. Yeah. I can't even remember his fucking name. <laughs> Whoever he was and then him like with the shit on the toothbrush. I was like. Um, and honestly, honestly, though, that Haley lady was fun value. And I don't think she did yeah. anything wrong. She was not genuinely married to this man. She kissed another no. man. She didn't fuck another man when this other cunt was being a cunt to her. No, but they'd already broken up that night. Yeah, they? she did nothing wrong. He was just like, I'm a man and, like, you have shamed me by by being... Oh, easy to get along with with other people and kissing somebody else. You've shamed me. I'm a truck driver and I, oh, my minimum wage, it doesn't matter. Let me go and commit an actual crime. <laughs> uh, so I would say negative. Sorry, for the 100th uh, episode, yes, I will be blowing my nose. I The hay fever has not gone <laughs> away since I moved to Sydney. That's all right. But, Wait, I don't even care anymore. Okay. You know. uh, what would you do to not get chosen by The Bachelor? Asks Ali Pop. Um, okay, what would I do to not get chosen by The Bachelor? Probably just continue to be myself. Um, and I'm that would be say. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think act like a whole person like, and uh, you know, not be okay with absolutely everything that they do just because they're... they're the, the top in the power yeah. structure. You, you can do what Vanessa Sunshine did, which is not laugh at their shit jokes, and then they edit uh. you like you're a bitch, but you just didn't laugh at their shit jokes. <laughs> She's doing the work, honestly. Like, people need to stop laughing at everything the man says. Only laugh if it's actually funny. Oh, my God. What you're doing is you're training them to be funnier or to stop telling jokes it's also the best thing in the world to do because you see it you see it. i do it sometimes i i i catch myself to me i catch myself <laughs> i catch myself in a conversation with a man particularly at comedy um and they'll just be talking at me about a joke idea or something and not listening to anything i say and so then i'll just listen to the joke and I catch myself laughing along because I want it because they're laughing while they're telling me their joke idea. But that's not how mm. comedy works. The audience don't just laugh because you're laughing. Yeah. Um, and so then I pull back and I just stare until I find something funny. And to see the flicker behind their eyes of sheer terror is <laughs> is one of the greatest joys in life. <laughs> and that's activism right there. <laughs> you can do it, ladies. Don't yes. laugh. Just hold your face. People, they will think you're slightly a bitch. But I swear <laughs> to God, if if you say nice things, I, what I like to do is not laugh at any of the jokes and be like, yeah, you know what? I think that could be a really strong premise. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Great setup. You just need a punchline now. Yeah, if you just say, you can say really nice things um, so that nobody can ever call you a bitch. But, but because you didn't laugh at their unfunny jokes. Um, but it is, yeah, just just do it. It's fun. It's a good hobby. You know what? More women should go to open mics. This is, okay. Because for some reason, and Naomi can vouch for this, I'm sure. Whenever you see any man at comedy, even if he's doing open mic, a lot of the time when he's dating a woman, if he does comedy, even if it's at the open mic level, the woman will be... 10 times hotter, more interesting yes. and funny than him. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And it's just because 
like women get bamboozled by the fact that yeah. this man has confidence to be on stage. Don't. Rose, it's rose-colored glasses. And when you are also a comedian and so you can just see that guy for who he is and then you see the girl standing next to him, it is... It bamboozles. It, it bamboozles you. It, it's insane. It's it's genuinely baffling. You go <laughs> like, lady, you have so much going for you. <laughs> this man has no work ethic. He's going to be doing this for the next 30 years. He's even, this man is, he's telling the same jokes for a year straight. Yeah. (laughs) At least find a man with a better rate of writing jokes. Yeah, and there are good ones, you know. There are good ones out there. But um, honestly, if you don't, if you want a man with confidence, a comedy is not the place to go to find them because all that, all that being on stage, it's faux confidence. They actually don't have confidence. Yeah, and you know, imagine if that man was just working in an office, would you still be attracted to him? If the answer's no, just cut and run, bro. Yeah, just cut and run. Sorry, it's been. I know this seems like I love when we get on a roll, and um, it it sounds like we're hating men, but um, it I do what I think it is is just telling the honest truth, which is <laughs> saying that um, we shouldn't put men on a pedestal. <laughs> Definitely not. No one should put anyone on a pedestal. Um, whenever Mark's like, you're the best person in the world, I'm always like, don't put pussy on a pedestal, Mark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's Christ. like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what one change to The Bachelor shows would make you actually excited about watching it again? Obvious, we know this. The Becky. answer is um, gay. <laughs> if we could have... Absolutely gay. A, a, we want a gay... Bachelor or bachelorette, something to spice things up a little bit. Just imagine us walking into a Channel 10 boardroom. Okay, guys, listen to me. One word. Gay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, the other thing I was going to say is like, interesting person. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) I loved, you didn't watch the season with Sophie Monk. That season was so good. That was the best season without a doubt because she is such an interesting person and she was just being herself because she's so used to being on camera that she wasn't like, you know, really being produced very hard, I don't think. Because they didn't have to because she's so charming. See, this is why and I think... it was just amazing to watch. This is why I think Britney would make a great Bachelor, Rich. Absolutely. I Can think... you imagine? I like, love just it. Just take a risk, guys. Like how many boring seasons of The Bachelor have we had? Just take a risk. Do something else. Yeah. Please. I mean, th- to be honest, uh, the last these two last seasons apparently had crazy low ratings, so it may not even come back. Yeah. But oh my god, if it comes back, they need to rebrand it and make it fun and light-hearted again. Stop trying to have like Australia's sweetheart because guess what? We've got enough sweethearts. First of all, Brittany is Australia's mm-hmm. sweetheart anyway. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Get the best of both worlds. Get also, someone who everybody loves and is interesting to watch. Also, um, if we could have maybe a more ethnic series, that would be good. And I know that people say that it's like right, right. harder because um, uh, a lot of people from different cultures, like their families, are not super comfortable with it. So it can be hard to get people on. Oh, that's but, what Naranga said, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what Naranga said. But, I mean, I feel like there's still got to be more than like one or two people who apply. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't know. I don't think they're doing as hard a work there as they could. Yeah, put some fucking work in. Let Try to make it less straight, less white, less boring for once in your lives. <laughs> yeah, also they like cast, like they cast The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Why can't they cast a few contestants? I mean, they cast all the contestants. What do you mean? No, I mean like, you know, like seek them out. Oh, yeah, I mean they do seek people out. Yeah, well, yeah, do that more. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's a lot of hot people of colour on Instagram. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, next week, oh, right. Oh, if you were a contestant on The Bachelor, what would you be yourself or stir the pot? That's from Is on Kate. Um, I think this is uh, one and the same. <laughs> because... <laughs> yeah, I was going to, yes. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you've met Naomi, but notoriously, um, she's going to stir the pot. Bro, I asked, <laughs> I was asking some friends, we were talking about like what our first memory was of each other. And I asked Tom Walker and he was like, you said something that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> And I was like, what was it? He's like, I don't remember. I just remember that I was like, you don't know me well enough to say stuff like that. And then you sort of turned to Mark and Demi sort of confused and they were like, yeah, you need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I have no memory of this. (laughs) So that's who I am. So I have to come to terms with that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Um, How about you, Danielle? (laughs) Yeah, um, I think... I mean, I think it would be, I think I would um, stir, I think I'd stir the pot less because I'm notoriously just blasé. Um, But I think um, I would probably get, I'd definitely get a crazy edit. Um, (laughs) You would. (laughs) I'd 100% get the crazy edit. Um, They'd be like, smile more for the camera and then they'd cut to shots of you just like looking like sort of displeased and then like jumping to a smile i did i told you that about the show i was on oh i just can't i can't wait to see whatever edit gets released of me just looking cranky and stoic for most of the show and then the big smile after i've been told to try and smile more (laughs) oh that's funny now every time i like see a show i look around and i just see all the fake smiles and go like (laughs) Babe, we're on the same team. <laughs> also, stop normalising women smiling. I think they just want people to smile when they're on TV so they don't look bored. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, it's a feminist issue. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to look around and see if the men are smiling too. Hmm. That's why I think, like, celebrities will smile <laughs> when they're... Like they have to remember to smile when they're just walking around outside because otherwise people take pictures of them with just their neutral faces and like make it seem like they're like not doing well or like because, you know, people look better when they smile. So they're like, oh, like Angelina's life's falling apart because they have a photo of her not smiling. So rude. It is rude. Okay, now we have some questions on some other TV shows. Uh, What are your thoughts on the US Bachelorette? Says Alexandra. Um, I'll let you handle this because I've not watched it. I haven't watched it either, but I really... How many mistakes have we made, Danielle? Do you not know anything about what happened this season? No. Okay, so they had uh, 
the Bachelorette, they cast the Bachelorette, and then I'm just going off hearsay here, um, so I'm sorry if I get any details wrong, but she met everyone, or no, maybe she hadn't met them. They had to go into lockdown, essentially, and so she, like, Instagram stalked all of them, and then just sort of, like, her brain just switched and went, this one, <clears throat> and then so when the show started, she uh, just already knew who she wanted to be with, and, like, I, maybe she refused to give roses to other people or like, <laughs> which is so funny, which is what I always wonder about happening. If you actually like fell in love with one person, like you have to keep fake dating everyone else, but she just like didn't. So then they had to recast The Bachelorette mid-season. Whoa, that's very that funny. Crazy? Did they air any of those episodes? Yeah, I think they did. That's funny. Did the guys get a second chance for the next season? Well, it's the same guys. They just brought in a different Bachelorette. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Isn't it? That's what we fucking should be watching. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I want to uh, see that, se- just that half season. I don't want to watch the season after that where they recast it. I just want to watch the season where the lady just picked one dude. Yeah, it is, it's a pro- it's, well, you know, the girl they replaced it with looks cool as well, oh, to okay. be honest. Sorry, I don't know um, any of that. Are you watching Sass Australia? Danielle, are you watching Sass Australia? Um, I watched like a few episodes at the start. That's Big Ash 333 asking that one. I thought it was, um, it's like fun and interesting. And if anybody asked me to do it, I'd be like, absolutely not. Um, It's like physical shit, right? Oh, it looks like torture. Is it army propaganda? Um, I don't know if it's like, I mean, it's definitely targeted at like, you know how like every man you've ever met is just like, yeah, I'd be a fucking sick soldier. I'd just go out in the field, commando, crawl my way over there, chuck a bomb over and kill a heap of innocent bystanders. But man, (laughs) I would absolutely get given one of those war medals. (laughs) I'd kill so many kids. In the blink of an eye. I wouldn't even bat an eyelid. I've got a heart of stone. Um, the follow-up question is, if so, has your opinion changed on the honey badger? Um, I'm sorry. I've only watched a few episodes and so far every episode I've seen, it's just the honey badger shaking in the cold. And also when he oh. he, he pummeled that woman over. And also when, I mean. He pummeled a woman over? Oh, he, they were doing like a game where you had to like drag a tire over anywhere. This lady thought he'd bruised her ribs or something. Um, he did go full on. I mean, that is the thing. Honey badger seemingly does not see gender. <laughs> <laughs> um bless and there was like so other people say it they don't mean it honey badger literally means it. They, there was like this there's like this um uh women's afl player who's like absolutely sick in the show and um there was like uh a thing where they all had to like they the guys who ran it paired up people to like bash each other like they had to just punch each other punch on and it was mm-hmm. like all the women paired up with the other women and then there's women's AFL player. She's like massive. And um, they were like, you've got to pick your opponent. And instead of picking like, she didn't pick any of the women and she didn't even pick any of the men who were like her own size. She went for the biggest, she went for Honey Badger and she punched on with him. Now she's the hero of the season. P- Honey Badger like also just pummeled her as well, which I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't, you don't want to go easy on someone, but also, like, what the fuck is happening? You just an absolute, I don't know. He's, he's so big. He's so big. And, he yeah, he was just shaking in the cold, oh, which was funny. So but um, funny. No, I haven't you know, seen I, enough of the show to know if he's um a kind, sweet man I yet. Don't, 
I don't think talking about the thinking about the honey badger. Obviously, we were quite mad at him during this season because we found him so boring, and we were sort of excited to watch it, and it just was bad. It was so bad, and he was so like not charismatic in the end. Yeah. So I think we were really mad at him for that, but it's not his fault that he doesn't know how to talk to women. Yeah, and I mean, he he still turned me on when he ran up that boulder shirtless. Oh, and he turned me on when he like humped the ground or some shit. But, um, you know, sure, he still turned us on. Yeah, we got horny. We're not monsters. We got horny. (laughs) but I think he did do the right thing by not picking anyone. As, as infuriating as it was, that was only because we'd had to watch all of it for nothing. And that is not his fault. I think in the end he did do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was what it was, you know. Mm. At least we didn't see Brooke get heartbroken, you know. She yeah, decided definitely. to leave. He's, he clearly cared the most about Brooke. Yeah. That's why she left earlier. So there you go. Um. There you go. So I hope that answers your question. All right. With Beauty and the Geek coming back, will you guys do a couple of old eps? Holy shit, Danielle. I mean, I think that's a great idea. That is I didn't a great know idea. It was coming back. We'll have Beauty. to pick a season because I started I started watching Beauty and the Geek maybe at the start of lockdown. So I watched like a few episodes from one of the seasons. Mm. But maybe we could start um, a different season. Or, yeah, I'm excited for. Well, I'm excited to see the new season of Beauty and the Geek. I, I messaged you to tell you that your sister should apply. That's right, you did, yeah. But she's she's happily in a relationship now. But she would be great on the show. Um, that's very exciting, actually. Um, yeah, and also people are asking. Um, uh, so that was Lexagon, and we also have please cover another show like Kid Rock or Rock of Love. Says Cassie Hunt. Um, uh, yeah, I do think honestly, Danielle. I think some of our most popular episodes uh, were the Kid Nation ones. Well, um, so yes. Uh, and thank me for that (laughs) and we thank danielle for that she suggested that show i was thinking you know the shows like flavor of love which i love um which is um flavor flaves sort of bachelorish yeah which is insane um i remember beating the geek being very funny yes i watched it um but that's the beauty of things that are from the past because you can they can get away with being more fucked up. <laughs> we could also do like World's Cheapest Weddings, one of my favorite shows or something. Oh, there's a great show called Best Funeral Ever. <gasps> yes. I want funerals. This, this, this is the best thing you've ever told me. You need to link me to that so I can watch that immediately because I am obsessed with death and funerals. <laughs> well, maybe we should do that. Yes. <laughs> Don't watch any old reality shows until we decide. Okay. Um, all right, so that's the end of the questions about reality TV. Now there's questions about us as people, Danielle. Oh. Are you prepared to answer some questions about us? Me, notoriously closed off, never personal. <laughs> um, so this question is, Izzy Ruby and also David Fate had a similar question. How did you guys meet? Well, well, well. Wow. I think the year was 2015 maybe. That's right. And uh, I think it was maybe a Latrobe uni gig monash uni gig our my um my good friend and our good friend sonia diorio i think Mm -hmm. was organizing a uni gig out there and um she booked me to do it and naomi was on the lineup and um Mm -hmm. 
uh, we all did comedy and I think it was like <laughs> Naomi's like second or third gig. Yeah. And um, I told Naomi she was very funny and then I messaged her to let her know where gigs were and stuff and then we became friends. I think that's well, how it went. That is how it went. What was your first impression of one another? Um, I thought you were very funny and I thought you seemed sassy. <laughs> <laughs> You were like, who's this girl? Who's this pocket rocket? <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking you were very funny and laughing a lot um, because you had a joke um, and I remembered it for ages and you sung The Sound of Silence. What was that joke about? I have no idea. Hello, darkness. Mar- I got no idea what that joke was. It was something about like salami in the supermarket or something. Huh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've, I've got, no, there was, this was you five sang? years ago. You don't remember? No. I'm so sorry. Oh, I was hoping you'd be able to tell me what the joke was because I remember laughing so much. Um, but I thought Danielle was very funny. And then, yes, and then she messaged, she and you and Sonia both messaged me. And Jess Perkins was there as well. She didn't message hmm. me, interestingly enough. Doesn't support women. She was intimidated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, Jess is just a bit of a pick me bit. Cancelled. Uh, Jess is cancelled. <laughs> Jess Perkins cancelled. Um, <laughs> but you messaged me and were like, "Oh, you're because I had only done Monash gigs because my first gig was at Monash. I did two shows in one night, and then that was my third gig, that one, and it was another good gig. And uh, and then you and Sonia both messaged me to be like, "Hey, let, let you're great. Tell me if there's any like." Uh, I can let you know what rooms there are, which was very nice. And I probably wouldn't have known what the fuck or where to go if it wasn't for that. So, so thank you. Thank you. Th- thanks to you and thanks to Sonia. Isn't that beautiful? And now look at us. Yeah, now we're best friends. Ah, even though you left. Um, okay. Uh, what is the average length of time Danielle thinks Naomi could keep a plant alive? Um, I think... Um, Sorry, Jono's messaging me. Can I? Can we pause for a second? Because Jono's calling me and then sending me messages to saying, "Pick up, please. Pick up, please." <laughs> yes. Um, I'll just. Um, so I'll just write down the time. <laughs> the break can go here. Wait, I'll say. I'll say. Hello. We'll be back after this. Oh. <laughs> we'll be back after this short break. We're back. And Danielle is going to masterfully put the ad break. Yes. Right there, aren't you, Danielle? Absolutely. I'm just writing down the time because I'm not sure if um, you have or not. But um, I should probably do that. Um, Okay, done. (laughs) Great, are you done? I'm done (laughs) now. Okay, Danielle, the next question is... Mm -hmm. What is the average length of time Danielle thinks Naomi could keep a plant alive? And that's by Messianic. Well, this is... Naomi actually has some plants that she's kept alive for for years. Mm-hmm. I I think mm-hmm. this is more this is more I think um about the, it it depends on the type of plant. I think if it's a hardy plant, then Naomi will be able to keep it alive very easily. I think yes. if it is something that um, requires different care requirements to the plants that she already has, then maybe not so much. <laughs> I kept a creeping fig plant alive for like a year. 
Yeah, that yeah, and you've kept your like. I think your first plant was like um the monstera you have, isn't it? The big. And it's still there. And yeah, it's, still it's still there. there. Come on, give me some freaking credit, you guys. Yeah, she's. Oh my god. I mean, I did. I did like. Uh, Naomi's had like a monstera and Sonia, the one with the smaller leaves that has the holes in it. Um, and um, she. <laughs> She she got that and was growing it, and then um, I gave her some cuttings off mine that I'd rooted in water, and then um, Naomi was terrified of planting them in in the pot with the other one in case she disturbed the roots or something, and so then she just yeah. planted them in the bottom of her big monstera, and they're still there, it's still thriving. <laughs> I mean, it just it doesn't really grow, but I'm like, it's not dead because it's still green. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's probably like not that much nutrients left in the soil oh uh, should i add i have a compost bin should i add some compost yeah add some compost that'll be fine you can Let's add some happens. fertilizer but compost will be good i reckon yeah, yeah pop that in give it some it. give it some little um food give it a boost yeah i also have that stuff you spray on the leaves the, does that help um which stuff like white oil no this it starts with s sea salt yeah yeah, there's like, because sea salt, you can get different varieties. Some, so just check which one you've got if you're a person at home, because some you spray on the leaves, some you spray into the roots or whatnot. It's the leaves. It's the leaves, yeah. Oh, Naomi, I, I know, know that. The I know your, I know your one you have will do that, but some, there's different varieties. <laughs> I'm just letting people know at home. Okay. Don't just spray Good. it. You don't, you don't want to be irresponsible with no. your plant advice. <laughs> uh, the next question is, how do the two of you end up in the careers you have now? And why comedy and how? That's from Ali Pop again. Who sent us a little beautiful message, by the way. Thank you so much for your lovely message, Ali Pop. Um, other than, uh, like, uh, um, a lot of our other fans who send us abusive messages. Um, uh, yes, Naomi, by the way, if you nice sent stuff. a message that was mean to Naomi, she has edited those out. Um, she <laughs> told me she was removing those. Um, so don't worry, everybody. Lots of people have sent in messages where they've said... Um, Naomi, Natasha, N- <laughs> Natalia, what do you think about hosting a show with 2016 Raw Comedy winner Danny Walker? Don't worry, plenty of people have sent in that message. Um, Naomi has edited them all out though because um, as we know, Nato- Naomi notoriously um, is is not into the... I would never do that. She, you know, but we love it. We love it. The rest of us, you, you and me guys, we love being mean to Naomi. It's very fun. Um, and that's why you'll never have me. Not fully. Not fully. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, you say I love you at the end of phone calls. I do. <laughs> I'm actually really nice sometimes. Um, so how did we end up in the careers we have now and why comedy, Danielle? You go first. Well, well, well. I've, since birth, been very funny. No. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. When I was a kid, um... My cousins told me I should do comedy. And then when I was in Scouts, that's right, I was in Scouts. Um, one of my friends told me I should do comedy. But I felt like comedy was like a very self-indulgent thing to do. And I didn't want to do that. Because in Australia, we've got tall poppy syndrome. And I thought, oh, me on stage, what an absolute cunt. Can you imagine <laughs> having the audacity to be on stage? <laughs> oh, my God. But then, because um, then, I was in Townsville. Then I moved to London when I was like, I don't know, like 18 or something. And then um, I saw everybody over there was just doing whatever. 
Um, and so then I was like, oh, all right, nobody over here seems to care if somebody's doing something. So then I decided I'll move back to Townsville and start doing comedy there. Best place you could start. Definitely not here in London. Um, <laughs> and then I started doing comedy there and then I loved it. And then I decided to move to Melbourne to continue to do it. The Australian hub of comedy, some would say. Mm-hmm. And right. now <laughs> Sydney, baby. <laughs> now you've left. Uh, wherever the queen is, that's where the hub is. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm by no means the queen. <laughs> That's so funny. I see why you're in comedy. Um, I didn't know I was funny for quite some time. I <laughs> didn't occur to me at all that I was in any way funny. Um, and then I do remember, and don't come at me for saying this in my raw comedy video, but my only, I remember a guy, we were having an argument about, he was saying that men are funnier than women. And I was like, you're an idiot. And he was like, you're the funniest girl at this school and you're not even that funny. And I was so flattered. I was like, oh, he thinks I'm the funniest girl. <laughs> so I must be funny in some way if I'm funnier than all the other girls, right? Um, and then I did um, a five and a half year double degree in science and engineering. Um, and and when I started to do, um, I started to actually work at a company doing just like coding. So not necessarily using my degrees because you don't need a degree to code. Um, but I started doing that. And so that I was like, it was like a day job. And the only reason people were like, um, why are you doing engineering? And I would just say money because I grew up in like a working class family or at least like a working class family mindset. Like we ended up doing okay for money by the time I was like in my teens, but earlier on, you know, my dad was working two jobs and stuff. So it's just my family wasn't in the, like, follow your dreams mindset. They were like, you can have fun, but then in year 11, you have to actually do, like, practical things. And because I was good at maths, I was like, okay, I'll just do engineering. Anyway, so then I was doing that, and uh, I missed perf- – because I used to do performing and stuff. I used to do, like, drama class in Rocker Stedford. Shout out. Um, <laughs> I'm in that one. Anyway, but I stopped – and then I hadn't performed in ages and I kind of missed the attention. This is when I really started to realize that I love attention. And then I um, and then I started dating Mark. And so I ended up seeing a lot of comedy. And I have always loved comedy. All my, all my like favorite TV shows and stuff are all comedies. Um, and then I remember I was with him at Festival Club and we were watching this comedian who's like, you know, successful, like makes all his money off comedy. And we were like, and I was like, I could do this. I mean, if they're laughing at what he says, I could do this. <laughs> and Mark was like, yeah, you could. So then I decided to, um, and it was really scary because Mark was already a comedian. I thought everyone was going to be like, oh, this bitch is just copying her boyfriend, but he's a sketch comedian and I did stand up. So it was like different thing. Um, Danielle, did I tell you that? Um, anyway, and then I started doing comedy and I liked it a lot better and I wanted all the attention <laughs> and then it just went from there. Um, Danielle, did I tell you that, uh, uh brie you know brie williams Mm -hmm. i don't know if i told you this uh she i was talking to her a while ago and she was talking about how the first time she uh like saw me was at crab lab i was doing a gig and she'd never seen me before and um because she'd sort of just moved from perth and uh so she was watching me and she was like oh you know that that girl's funny and then she overheard someone be like oh you know she's with one of the guys in auntie donna yeah she slept her way to the top what to do an unpaid spot. <laughs> to do an unpaid spot. <laughs> the top is Crab Lab. The top. <laughs> and 
also I had like a really good gig. I, I honestly, I can't even ever remember having a bad gig at Crab Lab. But I know like from that time period as I would have fucking crushed. Also, uh, how many, <laughs> how many like women start dating men and then the men decide they're going to start doing comedy? And it's the, the only yes. reason is that every man thinks that they can be an open mic comic. And that's true. They can be that. an open mic comic. <laughs> <laughs> you just got above that. <laughs> yeah. But it was crazy. Like, I guess, I don't know if they think I like slept with everyone in the audience to get them to laugh as well. Anyway, <laughs> it's just so funny to think that I'd slept my way to the top. Because um, I hadn't thought about doing comedy at all until I started seeing a bunch of comedy. And I just... Oh my god, Danielle, I just drank it in and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and then of course my first gig was the uh was I was like thinking about it for ages and uh and then I saw a competition at my university Monash to be like open for Nazim Hussein and Tommy Little at this Monash gig. And so I was like, fuck it, I just applied and then I and then I and then I won. Congratulations. Oh, comedian. And then my first gig was to like four hundred people, which is crazy. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, and then I met you and then how time flies. Here we are. <laughs> Five years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the end. And that's the end. Um, all right. Uh, the next question is from Kat Goot and they say, how do you do it? What? How do you do it? How do you do it? Well, um, I have... Some sort of like a microphone that Jono gave me and <laughs> I plug that into a separate laptop that's so old, it's so slow that I just mm. use it for GarageBand for recording. And then when we're apart, we both record our own audio tracks and then we put them yes. together and then we sing yes. a song and add that at the start and then a longer version at the end. Um, yes. And then um, I try and put an ad break in somewhere <laughs> where it's not going to interrupt as of the last two, three weeks. Um, <laughs> and we log into Acast and we press upload and then it says encoding. And then it says encoding failed. Try again. <laughs> I can't even and get into Danielle the fucking website. Episode description. And then the next week I'll write in the next episode description and then I'll go back and edit Danielle so it has the episode numbers in it. Um, I've been better lately, haven't I? <laughs> or, you know, I add the close bracket that she forgot to put in, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever grammatical error is in the episode title from last week, I go and I fix that up. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's how we do it. <laughs> um, that is how we do it. Um, uh, Danielle, yes. why did you move to Sydney? Well, um, I was sick of Naomi. And so I decided, <laughs> no. Uh, my, my partner, he <laughs> has been working um, for a company long distance um since I sort of like I guess like January February I think and then we had lockdowns and stuff and then they wanted him to move up to Sydney and I was like sure you know I can move to Sydney (laughs) I can do this anywhere they have comedy up there and I mean when I say I can do this anywhere I mean Melbourne or Sydney (laughs) within Australia yeah (laughs) um and you get paid for more gigs, I would say, in Sydney, right? Yeah. Everybody says Melbourne makes better... Well, the the stereotype is Melbourne makes better comics, Sydney comics get paid more. Um, but also, like, I feel like there's good comics everywhere. You know, there's great comics in Brisbane. So, 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Mel Buttle's in Brisbane and Damien Power and no, Mel Buttle's absolutely the best. So Yeah, she is. She's so funny. Um, all right. Uh, next question. Uh, when does Naomi's show come out? Also from Supman. Uh, 2021, like early. I don't know. It's definitely in like the first half of the year. I'm pretty sure like first like quarter or third of the year. Um, it's coming out soon. Okay, so between so, January and March. And if it's not, you know, it's just, it's our vibe for it to be out late. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Naomi. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I should have asked this question and then I'll probably have an answer and then it will probably be like, but don't tell anyone yet anyway. But I literally haven't even asked. But I'm, it's early. I don't think it's January. I think it's either Feb, March or April. Um, okay. Um, what are your skincare routines? Asked Emily Squemily and Halcyon Foster. Naomi, do you want to go first or? Okay, I'll go first. Um, so I use, first of all, I have different gel, um, which I'm still sort of, sort of getting, uh, more on that later. Um, I use Cosrx Good Morning pH Cleanser. I use that morning and night, even though it says morning on the bottle. And then, um, in the mornings I use, um, hyaluronic acid from La Roche-Posay. I think it's called like Hyalur H5 or B5 or so. I don't know. It comes in a little glass thing that's blue. Um, and then after that, I use La Roche-Posay moisturizer, the the ultra nuit one. It's like a nighttime moisturizer, but again, I use it morning and night. Um, and then I use La Roche-Posay. I'm a big fan of La Roche-Posay. And then I use their um, sunscreen, like a light one. And then so at night, I don't use the hyaluronic acid. Um, I just go face wash and the uh, and the moisturizer. And then I put on the different gel, which is supposed to help with my acne, which it has been on and off. I honestly think I have hormonal acne and no topical treatment is going to help it. And um, I might as well just die. But my doctor has told me to try and eat healthy for a month to see if that helps. <laughs> so I have not been having takeout for like the past month. And I'm just waiting for my next hormonal cycle to see if I get another breakout. And I'll be devastated if I don't get another breakout because that just means I have to eat healthy for the rest of my life. Have you been drinking lots of water as well? No. Okay. <laughs> but I'll start now. I mean, I think I drink a normal amount of water, probably not as much as I should, but I definitely am I definitely drink water every day. Um, I don't drink as much water as you, Danielle, but I think Don't worry, I've cut back. I've drink. cut back. Don't worry. I've cut back on the water. It's okay. <laughs> from what to what? Oh, from okay, so there was a point where I was just bored in isolation and was drinking like as much water as I could and I swear to god I was drinking like 6 liters a day. And then It's so funny. I can see like five huge water bottles behind you right now. <laughs> Those are Jono's because he can't he hates the tap water in Sydney. To be fair, he added really? the tap water in Melbourne, so oh. most of the time he he buys bottled water and I I try and buy him That's filters. That's terrible for the environment. I know. I try and buy him like Brita filters for the water and stuff and make him drink like cold water and he just he he swears to god he can't drink it so i don't know he should at least get one of those big like boxes with like like the cask yeah thing instead of just plastic bottles i mean that's crazy yeah i know it's it's crazy but anyway so you went from drinking how much water i guess like yeah i probably went from drinking about six liters of water a day um to about two and a half three so proud of you. But also, I was like drinking like probably two, two and a half before I went up to the six liters. I was just bored in isolation and I was like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> it's so funny. You would have been pissing so often. I was pissing so often. <laughs> um, 
So my skincare routine is also, I want to say some of the products I use, um, I feel like I just like them um, and um, they are, some of them are like a bit more expensive, but it doesn't mean that they're a better product. It's just like, you know, you can definitely get like a, like a cleanser can be a much of a muchness a lot of the time and a moisturizer yeah. can be a much of a muchness. Um, I just yeah. got like given samples of these and then bought them because I loved them. So mm. in the morning and night, I use the same cleanser. It's like the Dr. Dennis Gross um, oh, okay. she has money. pore perfecting cleanser. Um, Dr. Dennis Gross pore Okay, so it it seems expensive, but I swear to God, the big bottle lasts me like ten months. So is it sixty one dollars? Yes, but it lasts like, it lasts me like a full ten months. You know, you only use like a pea size amount, and it lasts me like nearly a year. Um, that's funny because my um, cleanser cost fourteen dollars. Um, so I'm just comparing. Naomi, this right, is next. why I prefaced it saying just like find what you like. Next. Find what you like. Then I use um, in the morning. I use the um, niacinamide by the ordinary, um, and yeah, that is that is affordable. That is affordable. And what I you just uh, what is that like ten bucks? Yeah, probably like I guess like eighteen maybe. I don't know, but it lasts forever. You know, it's like one of those little squeezy top things. Um, and then what that's good for is sort of like um, fading. Ten bucks spots and things like that so if you had a breakout or something like that it will help fade the dark spots on your face that's what it's supposed to do and then I just use a moisturizer I like using my favorite one is the Ren Clean Skincare Ever Calm it's supposed to help with like if you've got like red um like if it can't Ever Calm what? Ever Calm Global Protection Day Cream I don't know um talking here $75 interesting interesting okay I said use whatever moisturizer you like <laughs> I because it's a much of a muchness it's just the one that I really like um and it's Let's supposed to help with like that to my it's moisturizer it's supposed to help it with calming redness and stuff and I think it does I really like it and then I just use an SPF 50 mm. as well over the top Mine's oh my god, Naomi, this was not the question I told everybody. <laughs> Use whatever you want. Also, these things last me for forever. I guess I'm just a relatable queen and you're an uptight, high-maintenance bitch. Oh my god, they last me literally forever. Okay? Okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, the, the moisturizer from La Roche-Posay is, um, you know, it isn't much for, for $29, but I a lot of other stuff has made me break out. So Yeah. All right. Um, and then so um, night time. Oh, sorry, please. Oh my God, your routine went for so long. Okay, you were interrupting me. Then my night time, I use the same <laughs> cleanser. And then I use um, like a, I use the, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, the ordinary just retinol granactive 1% or whatever it is. Mm. And then I use a... I, my different is a retinoid too. Is it? Yeah. I don't... And my, my Michelle, my Michelle Brazier was like, how the fuck did you get a retinoid? You're a baby. And I was like, oh, it's for acne. And she was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, that one's... Because it's obviously like higher, um, like higher active ingredient numbers than like what you can buy in the shops or whatever so it will actually help me prevent wrinkles as well but that's just side effect yeah i want to get some of that god damn it but you gotta get a prescription for that i also so what not that's expensive though that's like the different stuff is like 80 bucks and how long does that last 
I'm still on the first one, but I got it, um, and I use it every single night. I got it in August. It's December now, so. That's good. Not too bad. I got, um, I got it prescribed because there was a point where I was having, like, breakouts on my chin. Um, and I got prescribed Juac because they wanted the, I went to see a, um, what do you call Who's the lady who looks at skin? I went to a dermatologist, (laughs) a skin lady. And, um, it was, I just wanted to get like a mole check for cancer. Um, but, um, she, she looked at my face and went, um, um, so, uh, (laughs) do you want, what's the hardcore one? Roaccutane. She was like, do you want Roaccutane? And in my mind, I was like, what the absolute fuck? I have like two pimples on my chin. You're going to prescribe me this. Ab- like it's, 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 it's a full on treatment. Um, mm. And um, I was like, okay, um, I will have a think about this. Because she did also say, yeah, you know, like some people get depression, but most people are just happy to have clear skin. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what? True though. What? <laughs> that trade-off, I'm like, nah, what? <laughs> um, and then I, I tweeted that and a few people messaged me and were like, uh, please don't go on that. I, I was suicidal. Um, wow. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, um, for two pimples, I'm not uh, going to do that. So I went back to a GP no. and he recommended me Duac, which is... Is that another cream? Um, yeah, it, I think it's like a antibiotic cream or something. And I used that for maybe like a month mm. and mm. I haven't had a pimple since then. Um, and I've still got um, a prescription so I can go get more if I need, but I haven't yet because you had to keep it in the fridge and we didn't have a fridge when we were moving for so long, um, but I'll probably go back and get it just so I can have it in the fridge just in case. Um mm. And then, so I was using that every night, but I haven't for the moment. But um, that's, I just figured like that's a nice thing to say. Because you can just get that from a GP. And it's also, I think it was like $30 for the tube. And it lasted me forever. Um, yeah, I got different from a GP as well. Danielle, our next question works. I right still haven't this. finished. No, 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 you can work this into this okay. one. Did Danielle get the makeup and skincare fridge in the end? And if yes, is it any good? That's from Shelster. Um. Okay. Because I can see you opening it right now. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, and then I use an eye cream um, and then I use my same moisturizer. Um, and once a week I'll do these things that I love. It's like a Dr. Dennis Gross uh, Universal Daily Peel and it's just like a, what do you call it? What do you call that? Like a... Oh, that AHA and the BHA. Yeah, like an exfoliant for your face to... Whatever. Chemical exfoliant. Yeah. Um, my So my... I like the... The fridge is fine. You know what? Um, it's a good place to have everything stored and I guess... Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Um, it's, cause the thing is like, if you put some things in the fridge, it will, they'll, they'll be too cold and it will kill the active ingredients. Um, uh. and then also a lot of things, um, being too hot will kill the active ingredients or whatever. So honestly, it's like whether you have it off or on, it's probably just good as well to have them in a dark space because um the sun can also break down the ingredients and stuff so i as i don't think it's like i don't think you need a beauty fridge i think you could just have a box um (laughs) and maybe on a hot day just make sure it's somewhere cool but i quite like it because it i know that it's going to stop my things from breaking down as fast as they would if they were on a shelf in the sun or something um and some of them 
honestly, some of them are fake. Like I know with vitamin C, it has to be in like an airtight like pump. If you just have like a tube of something vitamin C, there's like no way it's working. Yeah. Because it'll just degrade. That's just a hot tip. Yeah. Well, good. All right. <laughs> Finally, she's done with that one. Okay. Next oh, my God. You took you. – oh, you were interrupting me the whole time. Your routine went for longer if you took out my interruptions <laughs> from you. I disagree. Um, why – and I'm sorry, there's some kind of sound going on in the background, and I don't know what – it's like a lawnmower or something. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, why did you pick Tarzo, says Alexandra. Um, I uh, love – Tazo so much. Uh, here's the story. I wanted a fluffy dog. I wanted a little dog. I didn't want a big working dog. It was just not, that's just not for me. I don't want a big dog that I'm going to be like, that is going to be like way more than me and need heaps of exercise. So I wanted something manageable. Um, and then essentially I just, uh, I tried applying on pet rescue for stuff and um, just no one got back to me. I, did, I feel like 30 application forms and they're all different and they take so fucking long and then they just don't respond. So then I just put all the um, pet, like the shelter websites up on my laptop and then I just refreshed them all every hour and checked the dog count to see if it had changed. And then on one of them, there was like a new dog and then I saw Tazo's picture and I was like, oh my God. So then I called Mark immediately. We were both at work and then I called them and I was like, we can book an appointment right now for like two hours from now. And we had to act so fast to get him. And he's perfect. Isn't he perfect, Danielle? Yeah, he's a sweet, sweet angel. Can And by the time we got down there, we got there two hours later and other people hadn't booked an appointment but they just shown up and been like, is the cavoodle here? <laughs> <laughs> we were already in. Can I um, tell the story about the time you thought I was trying to kill Tarzo? Yes. Okay, so Naomi <laughs> was coming over for dinner and she asked if she could this bring... This like a month ago. She asked if she could bring Tarzo and I said... Um, uh, just so you know, I've got a lot of um, poisonous plants that would kill dogs if he ate them. Mm. Um, and Naomi was like, what the fuck? Why do you have dog killing plants, you absolute psycho, going off at me? And I was like, what the fuck? Most of your plants would kill dogs too. I didn't buy them to kill dogs. I just bought them because I <laughs> like the plants and I don't have a dog. Um, and then Naomi went through and found out that heaps of her plants could kill Tazo too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want everyone to know this was over text and I had, was feeling almost no emotions when I said this. I just say, you, you are a psycho bitch and I feel nothing. There's no expression on my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I did think that uh, Danielle was like, no, you can't bring him over. I'm like, you just put these on the ground so that Tazo can't come because you hate my dog and this is how I find out. Um, and I didn't realize that I also have a lot of those things. Luckily, Tazo doesn't eat houseplants. So that's good. Yes. Good for all of Sorry, us. I was being a responsible friend to check. Is my Monstera poisonous, the big one? I don't know. You'd have to Google it. I don't know what plants of mine are venomous and not venomous because I'm not going to eat them and I don't have a dog. Yeah. My, my, my sister brought her puppy over. She got a Great Dane puppy and he took a bite out of my Monstera but like spat the leaf out. So now there's just this puppy like <laughs> mouth hole missing from my leaf. It's really cute actually. <laughs> Um, okay, a general one. Tell us your fave and worst foods, places, activities. That's from Rachel Emily. Okay. F- fave and worst foods, places, and activities. Okay, favorite food. My mum's homemade chicken enchiladas or my mum makes a, like a, a, a lamb and date tagine and it's fucking sick. 
um, worst foods for me. Um, I'm not a massive fan of seafood. Wow. I know, but... um, Okay, I'll do food. Mm -hmm. Okay, my favorite food is probably burgers. I love burgers so much. I think they're the perfect meal. Everything is set up for you, you know, oh my God, everything, and it all tastes so good in the one bite. Oh, and I haven't had a burger in so long because I'm eating healthy. Uh, You can make a healthy burger. Yeah, but I don't want a healthy burger. (laughs) It still tastes Um, good. I don't want a freaking brioche bun, Danielle. Um, and then worst food, fish. Absolutely. I think fish are disgusting. Okay, so this is where, so like I said, I'm not a big fan of seafood, but um, if you have fresh fish, because that's the thing, when I say I don't like seafood, I'm from the tro- I'm from the Great Barrier Reef. That's where I grew up, okay? Oh, We've got hello. good fucking fish off the coast there. Mm. The only mm. fish I will eat is if my granddad caught it, because I know it was caught, filleted, covered in garlic, and cooked on the barbecue that day um i actually i i did have barramundi once that my stepdad caught fishing that day and it wasn't too bad because fresh fish isn't fishy fish shouldn't taste fishy see that's my that's my whole thing about fish why you got a why you got a food that shouldn't taste like the name of the food that's it doesn't make sense to me well i think they just called it fishy you know yeah um after Piss me fish off. but yeah um no yeah but i don't like i don't like um any sort of like um, bugs or um, prawns or things like that because once my mum made me shell like 20 kilos of prawns in a day and it freaked me out. No, the smell <laughs> I'll never forget. It was horrible. Trauma. Yes. And also, can you even think about prawns without laughing? That too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, your favourite and worst places, Danielle. Um, favourite and worst places. Favourite place by your side. Um, no favorite. If you had to choose a location, favorite places. Um, I really like. Um, there's like a creek where I'm from, sort of like a waterfall area called Jarama Falls. Um, and it's really lovely up there. There's like waterfalls and swimming holes around the area. Um, and similar in that area, there's like a Crystal Creek, and that's like a fun place to go swimming. And I love it. Um, There's also like a a fun place to also go swimming. It's called the Boulders. It's like up sort of like near um, Tully Innisfail area. Um, I've been uh, there a few times and that's like fun place. Basically, I'm just giving you swimming holes um, in North Queensland. (laughs) Um, Those are all my favorite places. Um, I uh, In Melbourne, um, I liked, um, there was a place called, a, a, a brunch place I like called East Elevation. Um, I don't know if it's open or not still. It had like a, a little chocolate factory in there. So they made really great hot chocolates. But they also grew like their own mushrooms and some veggies and stuff on site. So I'd always get like this fucking sick um, Swiss mushroom on toast with goat's cheese breakfast. And it was like so much mushrooms. And I froth mushrooms. And I love that. Ooh, I mean, it's temporarily closed, so I don't know what that means. That's, oh, I'm sad if that's right. It doesn't bode well. I mean, I'm not there. It's cool, though. It looks nice in there. It's lovely. You should take me there. I loved it. I tried to take you there that day we went, um, but it was was shut, and then we went to next door. Oh. Oh, yeah, they, the last time they posted on their Instagram was 6th of April. Yeah. It does not bode well. It does not bode well. Um, Least favorite places? Probably the dump. Um, I don't like that, <laughs> that much. 
often are you going to the dump? I went with um, one of our friends last year to help her dump some stuff. Ugh, at the dump? Yeah, it stank. Well, there you go. Anyway, what about you? What are your favourite places <laughs> and least favourite places? Uh, I, I, I tend to only travel in, like, Northern Hemisphere summer. So there's a bunch of places that are really summery and beautiful to me. And two of them are London and New York are, like, <laughs> summer havens in my head, even though I know they're not really like that. Yeah, London's, like, two weeks of summer. But I went to LA in winter and it was still so nice. And so it would be even better in summer. And it, it, I was so happy when I was there because I hadn't had a holiday in three years. I hadn't been anywhere in three years um, because of Mark's shed, uh, schedule. It's just like we couldn't like ever book anything in advance, but he was making a show. And so I just went and fucked around. And I was, felt so free and all I did was socialize and, or, you know, and did, did, did some writing in my own time. But like it was just, it was so nice and I didn't even have to wear that many clothes and I love not wearing that many clothes. Man, you'd um, love Sydney. Come move to Sydney. It's warm here. Oh, shut up. You sound like fucking, oh, now I'm going to have two friends in my ear. Come on, Naomi. <laughs> <sighs> I'll definitely come visit soon. Um, But uh, I just, I, I just had such a happy time there and even though it's, an absolute nightmare like there's so many homeless people and I can't even like apparently it's way worse now as well like it there's honestly so many fucked things about LA but everyone has a dog and everyone is just out in the fucking sun and it's and I really I can't believe that I liked LA as much as I did can't believe it that seems good I um yeah I I didn't realize we could do we I don't know why in my mind I boxed myself into (laughs) Australian places but (laughs) <laughs> my I and then I was thinking about it and my other favorite places are also places to go swimming um and one of them is in you forgot international watering in holes. international watering holes Hampstead Heath in London summer is incredible there's three different watering holes there's a co what do you call it what, like co-gender what do you call that like if anybody can go swimming in one hole Sure. And then there's a, a a male pond the and then there's a female only pond as well. And the female only pond is a dream because it's just naked women waltzing around going for swimming in this beautiful waterhole. Oh, it's the best thing ever and I loved it there. And then the other place I liked was I went to Nice in the south of France in like summertime and swimming in that ocean is it's like the perfect because you're hot and then immediately the water's freezing cold that's not like the beaches in townsville if you if it's summertime it's like hot outside and then you get into the ocean and it's like a fucking stew oh that sounds so good that's why i don't like the beach very much is because the water's always fucking freezing oh you want to go you want to go to townsville and go swimming in the stew I think I would love the stew. Okay, well, just beware because there's horse. also every dangerous animal up there. It's a crocs, sharks, well, irukandji jellyfish, stonefish. Well, maybe I'll just go to a hot spring instead. <laughs> um, what's my least favorite place? What is the worst place? I mean, I'm trying to think of somewhere I went that I really hated. Actually, another one of my favorite places, to be more specific, Disneyland. Mm. Cliche of me, but really is the happiest place on earth. I had like one of the best days of my life at Disneyland. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, And uh, also I was there with a bunch of friends, so that was cool too. Um, Worst place, worst place. I can't think, like, what is a bad place? I mean, I went to Melton RSL. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Boring, but you know, still had a laugh. Had a had a little. Mark bought me a um a cruiser, a guava. Ooh, cruiser. yummy! That was all right. 
best place to go after my pop's funeral. Okay, um, <laughs> next question. Oh, activities. Fave and worst activities. Danielle, I would be. I would go as far as I guess your favorite activity is swimming in a mo- in a watering hole. Yes, and you know what? My <laughs> new home is twenty like two hundred meters from an aquatic center. So guess what? Fuck yeah, I'm dude. gonna be swimming. 24-7, bitch. Although I don't like the beach that much. That's why I like the one in Nice and the South of France because it was all pebbles. I don't like sand. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I feel that. I just it, it makes me itchy and it gets everywhere. I don't like it. Those big pebbles, mm. that, I'm not getting one of those stuck on the back of my leg. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yes, water, watering holes are big, big thing for me. Love swimming. Um, least favorite pl- things, probably like the middle of a desert. I don't want to sandy and no water. No activities. Oh, sorry, acti- activities. Um, <laughs> sorry, yes, yeah, swimming is a good activity. Um, also, I like um, making like making fancy cocktails makes me feel very fancy. Um, and I like oh, yeah. you know I like feeling Cute. fancy. Um, and um, I like to do to do that and make make things for friends. I like I like making dinners and cocktails and things for friends because then you get to hang yeah. out um, and it's fun. Um, and l- least favourite things, um, probably probably like socialising in a too big of a group. Um, mm-hmm. or which, uh, which brings me to my favourite <laughs> things. <laughs> Absolutely love socialising in a big group. <laughs> Can't imagine anything better. <laughs> um, and also arts and crafts. I really like doing that. I don't do enough arts and crafts. I can really get stuck in doing art or a craft, really. Um, and then I would say my least favorite activity. I fucking hate going to the supermarket so much. Mm. Mark always wants me to go with him because he loves supermarket shopping. And when I go, it's like he's perfect. It's like he's euphoric, <laughs> and I just hate it because it's like it's like a big fridge. It's always cold and it's boring and it takes too long and people are in my way. I hate it. It makes me so mad. Anyway. I'm sorry. You should be sorry. Um, this question comes in from Senator Pepper who says, fitness? So, um... Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I, I I just like to go for walks and listen to podcasts or whatever. And? And swimming! <laughs> you love to swim. I do love swimming. I just feel like... Have you, like, have you ever felt anything better than swimming? It's like your whole body is just like held up like you can you can just be in the water you're completely comfortable it's the most comfortable you'll ever be because it's like a womb and then you can just like bounce along from end to end it's like being in no gravity i assume it's like so much fun and i mean i think swimming's fine okay well stop it i'm sorry it's it's so nice you get to be on a hot day and then because my favorite feeling in the world is so it's a hot day you've gone for a swim you get out of the pool you're in your togs and then a cool breeze hits you and that feeling is like gives me goosebumps i actually love the feeling of a breeze okay (laughs) (laughs) that we have that in common um uh i i actually did work out like two days ago the only working out that i can possibly uh enjoy is like free weight stuff i did an arm workout I'm probably going to do a leg workout with my sister today. I My sister is probably the only reason that I ever work out because she taught me some... I can really get into just like lifting weights repeatedly in different directions. I don't mind it. Cardio, fucking nightmare to me. I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, like, you know, like running or like, a, you know, the Dasha workout. Yeah. 
for a long time listeners of the pod will remember me trying that. Fucking hated it so much. Oh, yuck. Yeah. But lifting weights, I can You do love it. seeing I, do it. I, I think also whenever you see just like an ass on Instagram, all of a sudden you're squatting in a corner. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this time it's because I've had been having trouble sleeping, so I was like I should actually exercise to like tire <laughs> out my body so I don't just lay up all night thinking, but you know, I'll I'll I'm 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 in talks with a psychiatrist about doing some other stuff about that because I've got issues. <laughs> um favorite plants, dream gardens, says Halcyon and Foster. Okay. Go off queen. I think like my favorite plants, it's hard because so many, I think my favorite plants change like every few days because mm-hmm. I just walk around my house and whoever's looking great that day is like, <laughs> you're my new favorite, you know? You got a wondering eye. You're like the guy in Mumbo number five. Yeah. A little bit of oxalis in my life, <laughs> a little bit of philodendron by my side. <laughs> um I, at the moment, because I think, like, my favourite, like, species, is that, is it species? I don't know. I think my favourite, like, group of plants is alocasia, just because they look sort of, like, alien-like and they're interesting to me. Um, I just find them really interesting to look at. But I knew it would be that. I, I, so many of your plants look like I that. love them. They're just so interesting to me and... Um, mm visually appealing i love them um and i like my at the moment so my favorites i love i also love i i really love begonias and i do love um because i've got like um i don't know what happened like last year in december i was walking past a man in brunswick and i said i like that begonia and he gave me two stem cuttings and now that plant is like over a meter tall it's so big oh yeah fuck yeah and I love That's it. Amazing. But my, my Nana's also collected begonias for like 50 or 60 years. And so she has a lot that are really beautiful. Um, and so they're sort of sentimental as well. And I think they're interesting. You know, my Nana has like a, a black velvet leafed one and it's pure black velvet. And um, she gave me a cutting off that and I've been growing that. It's only a little, um, but um, it's, it's coming along. And yeah, I just love... I, I, I don't really have a favourite because they come... I, you, I sent you a photo to show you the... Oh, no, I did a video call with you to show you the photo of the goddamn philodendron my nana sent me. Oh, my God, it's so big. It's, it's big. The leaves are, like, l- literally half a metre wide. I don't know how they sent it in the post. It's it, it came in a box that was absolute max width of the box was about 15 centimetres. And somehow... What? It came just folded in a but like gently with paper and stuff holding it was it's it's so big and beautiful and i love that um a lot you're a houseplant girl you don't know much about i don't know much you don't get into gardens well no i get into gardens but tropical gardens because that's what i grew up with i don't like um like where i'm from i don't think anybody really has like I've never seen like a nasturtium where I'm from or like mm. any of like those like cottagey style like flower plants. I never saw those in Townsville. Wow. Deprived. I That's my dream. I have two dream gardens. One is just flowers, just everywhere flowers. My favorite plants, I would say I love jasmine. I love when jasmine first comes out in spring and I get to go around sniffing it everywhere. I love that so much. Also, port wine magnolias smell amazing. So you'll be like walking past 
walking down the street and then I'll smell it and then I'll be like, oh, and then I'll have to go find it because they smell like juicy fruit chewing gum. <laughs> um, it's amazing. It's and when you say that to someone and then they smell it and they're like, oh, it does. Um, least favorite, the trees that smell like cum. I just found a different type of tree that smells like cum near my house. <coughs> and I, and I, I went up and I smelled it and I went, oh, and it's not a, it's not a pear tree. So hmm. anyway, and then, but my dream gardens is one is just like heaps of flowers, like poppies, snapdragon. Snapdragon is my favorite flower. I love them because you squeeze the sides and their mouth opens up. Um, and I love all the different colors. Um, and then my other dream garden is just like a moss garden. That's just moss. Everywhere is moss. And then I have like a hammock in the middle of all the moss. And then I just lay in the hammock okay, in the moss. This is a fun way. Uh, I think this will be better and easier for you to do than a moss garden. I think it's called nomograss. Is that what you call it? Um, it's like very thick, short grass that you never need to like cut. It just is always that same length. And it sort of looks like moss, but it also looks like a river. And it's that, I think that would be perfect for you. N-O-M-O. I mean, sure, but I'm not talking about compromises that are easy. I'm talking about my dream garden. Daniel. Well, I mean, would you want to walk on moss? Because it would all slippery under your feet and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, I yeah, I'll either walk a different way every time. Did you look at no-mo or... grass? I think you'd like it better. Yeah, yeah, I did. Than moss. No, I would not like, you don't know me at all, first of all. Um, okay. Secondly, I would just walk a different way every time or I would just put some little stones in so I could walk on the stones to get to the hammock. You know? Okay, psycho. And that would be fine. Oh, I didn't realize it's not no mow grass. It's no mow grass. It's because you don't have to oh, mow it. Oh. <laughs> I always thought it, it was still like. It came up. It still came up. That's funny. Up. I always thought it was like a, like, because um, we have like a family friend and he does like um heaps of like hebel carving and makes like lots of like Asian temples and stuff. And his own, his backyard was just Nomo grass with all the like Asian temples and stuff. So I thought it was like Nomo was in like, like a, a type of like Asian grass, not, <laughs> not, um, not Nomo. <laughs> it came up when I wrote Nomo. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But anyway, no compromises on my moss garden, please. It's my dream. Okay. It's my dream. Um, okay. Speaking of dreams, who would be, your dream guest to have on the pod from is on Kate. Um, this is hard because, um, see, the thing is, like, we have had the option to have lots of guests before, but we always um, <laughs> pull out. So I think each other, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Um, who would play y'all in a Bitch Batch pod movie? That's John Pizza Queen. Hmm. Uh, of Obviously, I would be played by Bella from the last season of The Bachelor because we are a doppelganger. Oh, yes. Um, but but obviously, also, I would play myself because why would I give an acting gig to someone else when I can do it better? Yeah, I was going to say that too. I'd like to play myself because I would like to double up on the cash. But if we can't play ourselves... Um, I don't know. I don't really know who looks some, somewhat like me. I don't know. I would say... I don't think she looks like me, but I think someone with my similar vibe, um, Anna Kendrick, mm-hmm. um, you know, slightly bumbling and anxious, but isn't she just gorgeous all the same? Um, <laughs> I I would go for, um, um, I don't know, Mindy Kaling, because I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic queen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, I first listened to Lizzo because of Danielle. What music are you currently vibing? That's from T. Ben Goff. 
Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, I sim- this is I think this is funny because uh, it's a similar name to Lizzo. Um, mm-hmm. Lissy. <laughs> um, so I just like, I don't know what happened, but I, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago when I worked at a music shop, I found this EP that I liked. Um, I think it's called like, Why You Runnin' by Lissy. And I just been listening to it again, um, recently and I, I love it. Um, yeah, I think. How do you spell Lissy? L-I-S-S-I-E. Lissy. Some blonde woman. Interesting. Um, hello, Danielle. Hello. Yes. What? Where'd you go? Sorry, she's a blonde. Yes, she's a bl- she's a blonde woman. She's also very um um nice to the earth and um feminist and Black Lives Matter and stuff. And um, unlike us, she she never wears makeup. She's anti makeup, but uh, just for herself. But um. I, I mean, yeah, I, she, does, she also does seem to have a perfect face. I love it. Yeah, I do enjoy <laughs> putting on eyeliner and things like that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I'm into uh, what my Spotify wrapped called Hyperpop, uh, which is a lot of um, Charlie XCX, 100 Gex, shit that, oh, Danielle, I think you would just hate it. Um, <laughs> I love them. Also, you know, 303, you know how I love 303, Danielle? Yes, notoriously, big 303 fan. I love 303. 303 are back. They did a collab track with 100 Gex, who's one of my other favorite bands, who just do, like, noise. I love <laughs> them so much. And they did a collab, and I was like, oh, my God, something just for me. Like, it was literally created just for me. I couldn't believe it. I messaged 303 the other day, and I was like, come to Australia. And they were like, yeah, we would love to go there. And I was like, please. So they responded. <laughs> okay, how the fuck? Immediately they responded. How can 303 reply to you, but Eureka Blue Breeze don't reply to me? Who's Eureka Blue oh. Do you mean a company that makes blue Yes. Breeze? Actually, maybe they didn't reply. Actually, Grady's Cold Brew didn't reply, but Yuri, I think you I think I just messaged them telling them that Why I love them. I just wanted to message them to say I love your blueberries. <laughs> What's so wrong with that? Oh, that's so funny. I love. I've also been um, listening to more and uh, uh, Rico Nasty because I think Rico Nasty is such a cool. Artist, she's in a similar vein of 100 Gex and Charlie XCX and stuff, but she's also a rapper, and I think she has such a unique voice and it gets me, gets me in my gut. Um, big fan. Uh, all right, your opinion on viewing slash appreciating comedy as art in the same capacity as theater, also by T. Van Gogh. Um, um, pun. Sorry, I was trying to look at <laughs> Eureka Blueberries. Um, okay, so I'm thinking about Eureka Blueberries for one second. Um, your opinion on viewing slash appreciating comedy as art in the same capacity as theatre? Um, I think, I think it's like, yeah, I think you can look at it as, I think there's like different things, you know, you can look at movies and there's art movies and then there's movies that are just sort of made for mass consumption um, and are just mm-hmm. fun and they're two different things and it's fine that they both exist and you're allowed to like both of them or have your opinions on either. I think, yeah, I think it's I think it's art and I also think it can just be there for a bit of fun too. Yeah, I also think maybe some people, like one thing I think, and maybe I don't respect theatre enough, 
but I feel like you can have a play that's fine and it'll still do like well when people are sitting there watching it but with comedy you know on the spot whether you're succeeding or not and everyone knows that you know yeah on the spot whether you're succeeding or not so I would say in that vein of needing an audience reaction it is harder than theater um and I would love for it to be appreciated more Australia has quotas for how much drama that they need to produce like Australian drama on tv channels but there's none for comedy and it's like that's why we just have fucking goggle box essentially that's why we have reality TV because there's no quotas to like make Australian comedy. And reality TV is way cheaper to make. Well, yeah, because you don't have to pay the people who are on it properly. Yeah. Whereas with comedy, you have to pay like actual talent to put a lot of hours in. Um, and I think that it deserves to be way more appreciated. And it bums me out that I'm one of the like only like young comedians with a TV show because I know people are going to see it and be like, why? Even if it's good or whatever, they'll be like, why do they get a show and why not them? And I'm like, well, I agree. I think there should be, like, at least, like, there should be so many people with TV shows. Just, like, yeah, hope, imagine how good that But hopefully be. we'll open the door for that because it's just, like, it's Australia doesn't, like, we haven't had TV comedy shows for a long time. Like, even, like, every yeah. year they make, like, and, like, I feel like every now and then there's, like, a reboot of, like, uh, um, like sketch shows, but it's always like, like it's never like like Auntie Donna. It's always like the same sketch show. We're in like full frontal and stuff like yeah, that. and it's like they never like they never. I think the last few times it's happened, they haven't succeeded, and they've had to cancel the shows and stuff. But it's like because yeah, you're trying to recreate a thing that happened before, and maybe we need new stuff now. Yes, give some younger comedians a chance. So many, like, old people have TV shows, which is fine, but give some young people some TV shows as well for once in your life. I mean, apart from me. I <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> um, last question. Who would you like to uncancel? In theory, they never did what cancelled them in the first place. <laughs> That's by Lol Chula. Oh. Who would you uncancel? Uncancel. Uh, I'm trying to think. There are definitely people who I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who's... I don't... Like, there's nobody I think... I don't think I've ever really... I don't think there's anybody who I've absolutely adored who's been cancelled. Yeah. I know there's that... Um, people came for... Now, this is touchy because we're talking about a racist cancellation. Mm. And, um, and I'm going to be here to defend <laughs> this white woman. And it may be because Hum, a woman of colour, has infected my brain because she was so mad about this. Uh, Alison Roman, this, like, chef. Did you see what happened with her? No. She, uh, everyone was mad at her because she called out two women and they were both women of color, um, for like selling out essentially. So I don't think she did a good job, but she called out Marie Kondo and, um, Chrissy Teigen for having like product lines and stuff like that. Um, and so they sold out and they're like, oh, this white woman coming for these women of color for having, and I just think. We, like, I don't think there's, you know, especially Marie Kondo, I'm like, live your life, but like, but like Chrissy Teigen's defense was like, I work really hard, you know, there's nothing wrong with this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you have so much money. Like, just say, like, at least be honest that you're doing the merch for the money. It's not about like, sure, you can also have a passion for it, but like, isn't there enough shit? in the world and like Chrissy Teigen has also tweeted about her mum like oh my mum's so funny she loses like several pairs of airpods a month 
like she just buys them in bulk and it's like <laughs> haha and I'm like or she talked about like pretending she didn't see dog shit on the floor so her maid would have to clean it up later and I'm like can we not act like Chrissy Teigen is like a working class hero <laughs> that's being attacked for trying to make it when she has so much money like I just think we need class solidarity and I don't know if like Alison Roman is the face of the working class but like I think we need to be able to call out like just rampant capitalism when we see it and that's my hot take so come for me queen <laughs> um Anyway, um, do you have anyone? I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody. I yeah, like I said, there's. What did you said? You said we love a po- problematic queen about Mindy Kaling. What did she do? <laughs> I'll uncancel her now. What? It's it's not. This isn't a cancelable offense, but it's just fucked. Do you remember in her book she had that thing about? Um, a, that she's like, everyone says that sex scenes are awkward. They're lying Oh, yeah, to that a married man got a boner or whatever. And yeah, she, she, loves she, it. Was in, she was doing a long makeout scene for something. And she was making out with this guy and she was like insecure about it. I mean, I think this is a classic tale of just like an insecure woman. And she turned to the guy who's married and said, how am I doing? Uh, am I doing okay? And then he, and this is obviously pre the Me Too movement, grabbed her hand and put it on his erection and said, how do you think? And she's like, that is the hottest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as when that boy said to you, you're the funniest girl here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, can- I'm uncancelling Mindy Kaling because um, cause I, I love her and... Yeah, I I um I think that that would be depending on who you are that would be mortifying. Um yeah. And you might not want that at all, but I can understand if you do think it's hot then it's it's hot, but I I probably wouldn't have been the keenest. I mean, you can But yeah, I, you can't do anything about finding it hot, but I guess she didn't really do anything wrong by having that opinion. It's just fucked. Yeah. It's just fucked. Or it's like in Lena Dunham's book, she's like, there's nothing better than getting catcalled. (laughs) I think you're just saying that because you're insecure. And I think if you loved yourself, then you would find it annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'd like to also uncancel Lena Dunham. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, Anyway, that's the end of the questions, Danielle. Okay. Well, oh, wait. I think do I have. I think you. I think I sent you the other questions that I had and we put them in it, didn't we? Oh, I mean, I, I we've down. been recording for nearly two hours, um, so we could probably yeah. end it, I reckon. Yeah, well, because this person, yeah, David Fate said, yeah, I wrote, I read that one out earlier and I read out these two questions as well. I already did it. Great. But we can read out that compliment from, from Ali Pop. What did she say? Oh, yeah, that was lovely. What did they say? Um, they said, uh, obviously, you're talented enough to do anything, but why comedy? Brackets, blatant flattery for <laughs> noise. Um, but oh, we have so many new reviews. We answered that um, question though, didn't we? We did. Huh? Like we, why comedy? I don't know why comedy. Um, yeah, I don't know why comedy. We just, we just did it. I, I, how many reviews have I missed? What? No, we got that one. I'm trying to see. I can't remember. Oh no, I think I've done that one. Okay, we've got, we've got, we've got a bunch of new reviews. That's so nice. That's yeah. This is our, this is our favorite thing. Oh, it is our favorite thing. Okay, this one's from Scuttling Walnuts, 
and they say, so, so funny. I have not watched The Bachelor. I will never watch The Bachelor. But Naomi and Danielle are way too funny to not listen to this podcast. Rare to find a pod that is hits the ground running right from the very first episode, but this one does. Oh, that's so nice. And I'm not just saying that because Naomi and I eat 4 and 20 pies the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Scuttling Walnuts. I respect you. Um, this one's Joelle from Dallas. A review all the way from Dallas, Dallas. Danielle. Can you believe that? That's this? like Southern. This is good. That is like Southern. I've never watched The Bachelor. Well, maybe like 10 minutes once and it was too awful. But the show is a lot of fun. Naomi recently told a story about being smothered by a pillow that had me crying both with laughter and concern for her safety. (laughs) It's a very entertaining podcast. Liking dating shows is not required. Listen. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice, Joelle. Um, Okay, someone took my nickname, says a review by a cuck. Oh, we love this. (laughs) We love this. I heard Dead of Danielle and Naomi on another podcast and decided to check out their work after finding them entertaining. Glad I did, even though I'm not a reality TV watcher. I enjoy the banter about their Melbourne life. Well, that's over, isn't it, Oh, my God. Um, Which is often funny and entertaining. The song at the start is great because I can skip through the advert and not miss too much. No, really, I like the song. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't yell at us, Naomi. Please keep going, even if the episodes were shorter, but regularly posted. Oh, my God. I love that you think that the length of the episode is what is stopping us from being regular. (laughs) Izzy B says, liberation. Forgot how joyful this podcast is without The Bachelor weighing them down. The only question is, what will sub in for Kid Nation in this season gap? That's the question. Well, it looks like Beauty and the Geek might be doing it. Who knows? Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, Sam in Spirit, this is my emotional support podcast. I've never seen anything that they talk about, but I could listen to these ladies talk about anything for hours. Every time they upload, it's a lovely surprise <laughs> and the best time of the week or oh month. My- <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's lovely, but I also feel bad. <laughs> That's nice. Come that on. is nice. You can have an emotional support chihuahua. They don't actually have to be good. That's true. We're like two chihuahuas, I think. Yeah. I I like to think I'm more like um like a cocker spaniel. I think oh. they're like a, a a less like a bit more um just like lay like they're just like blase of a, they're a bit they right, just like right. lie down on the ground. I mean, they go crazy at food time. Cocker Spaniels, Beagles, and Labradors are fucked for food time. Mm. That's what I learned at the dog boarding kennel. Um, well, that's great. Now, Danielle, do you have a song for yes, us? Yes, the song this week um, by Kevin McLeod is called Gonna Start Version 2. Um, <laughs> and it's, as always, by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech. And the description is grungy-sounding early reggae-type groove. This piece is also available in a slower thirty, uh, at a slower 73 beats per minute version. You can purchase the full uncompressed version of this piece here, along with the individual parts in WAV format. Done. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> a more practical one from old Kevin. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get with him. <laughs> Music, graph paper... I love him. All right. Well, that's enough. We've been talking for so yeah, long. Yeah, I just Danielle. switched off mentally. Happy 100th episode. Happy 100th episode, everybody. We did it. I love you. I love you too. We'll keep doing these podcasts, even though Danielle abandoned me. It's fine. Okay, well, I didn't abandon you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Batch bitch.
bitch, batch bitch. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns